Hello, witches, and welcome to the Halloween special of the Earthworks podcast with me, Hannah Elizabeth. During the whole month of October, I will be adding in little spooky Halloween snippets, whether that's sounds or topics. I hope you guys are ready because we have a lot to cover, so let's go ahead and jump in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Earthworks podcast with me, Hannah Elizabeth. I'm so happy that you guys are all here this week. This week's episode is going to be a flashback to Woodstock of 1999. Last week, we did a flashback to Woodstock of 1969, and I wanted to do this one this week so you guys kind of still had the facts and things like that fresh in your head from last week's episode. If you did not listen to last week's episode, or if you kind of forgot what I talked about, I really do suggest that you go and listen to that before or after listening to this episode. So then you can kind of compare the two and see how different the two Woodstock festivals really were. Um, so I hope you all had a last fabulous, fabulous weekend. Um, I had a lot of fun. I honestly feel like I'm in the fall mood a little bit more now because Saturday Cam's parents had a pumpkin party. Um, so we had pizza and of course pumpkin pie and we had a birthday cake for Cam because his birthday is October 4th. So actually the day before this episode is going to be going up. Um, and then of course we went and we picked some pumpkins and that was really fun. His family came and then my parents came for a little bit. And then also we did play outside with um, Cam's little cousins. And me and Cam and his brother decided that we were going to ride lawnmowers around the yard. I don't really know why, but it was a good time. Um, so I was actually in a wagon on the back of the lawnmower that Cam was driving. <laughs> so I don't know. It looked funny and it was just a blast. We had fun. We were like racing around the yard. I don't know. It was just some childish fun we were having, I guess. Um, and for those of you who are curious about the camper progress that I've talked about in the last few episodes, we are in the same spot we pretty much were since the last episode, other than some, like, minor changes, like, some of the bathroom is done a little bit more, um, we made some changes to the back door that leads to the garage, and, like, we have our mattress up now in our bed area, and like I said before, you can see some of those videos on our progress on my TikTok at Earthworks Hannah. So, like I said, I hope you all had a great weekend, and I hope you're all having a great week so far, but we're going to go ahead and jump in to this episode now. I'm really excited to get to Woodstock 1999 because I think you guys are going to love it, and I love talking about it, and I had so much fun researching about this festival. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this happened. Oh my god, this happened. Like, I had so much fun. But before we do that, we're going to go in with our grounding meditation. And because this episode is about an event that has happened in the past, we're going to take a minute to work on letting go of our own past. We all have some things from our past, like some mistakes and whatnot, that we cannot seem to let go. So let's take a minute to close our eyes, unless you're driving, of course, and think about those things we cannot let go. Think of something. If you're having a hard time thinking of something, don't force it. Just close your eyes, breathe, and the first thing that comes to your head, just focus on that for right now. And notice how that's making you feel. 
it's probably not the best feeling, especially if it's something we feel guilty of or a mistake. And you're going to allow yourself to let that go and to accept happy feelings of relief and joy. So when you inhale, I want you to go ahead and imagine yourself inhaling love, relief, and joy and acceptance. And when you exhale, I want you to imagine yourself exhaling that past memory that is just keeping you hung up. So we're going to go ahead and start. We're going to take two big deep breaths. And like I said, while we're doing those deep breaths, imagine inhaling love and relief and exhaling the past that we're just not letting go. So go ahead and inhale. Hold for three seconds. And exhale. One more time. Inhale that love. Hold for three seconds. And exhale the past. Okay, go ahead and open your eyes. I'm very proud of all you guys for doing that. Um, We're going to jump into the pebble of the podcast. And this week's pebble of the podcast is also a stone that is great for assisting and letting go of the past. So this week's pebble of the podcast is aquamarine. This stone is seen as blue and green and is great for letting go of the past and creating mental clarity. This stone is also extremely helpful when it comes to focusing on what can be changed so you can stop wasting time and energy on the things that cannot be changed. This stone is also great for communication and understanding, for communicating and listening to others and yourself and your own instinct. So I really recommend Aquamarine, especially if you're someone who tends to waste time and energy on things that don't matter or just things of the past that can't be changed. I really recommend this stone. So now that we went through our pebble of the podcast, and I hope you guys can take some time to maybe find that stone and bring it into your own life, whether you want to carry it with you or put it in your room, whatever works best for you, we're going to go ahead and jump in or jump back, I should say, to Woodstock of 1999. Okay, so Woodstock of 1999 was done out of wanting to repeat Woodstock of 1969, but with the music of that time. The idea was to spread the love for music, art, and peace again, and even more, although this festival turned out a lot different than the original. Some of the performers at this festival were Kid Rock, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Aerosmith, Metallica, Korn, Sheryl Crow, my bad, and many more. That seems like a decent lineup, right? The dates for this festival were July 23rd to July 25th, and it took place in Rome, New York, which was a different location than the first Woodstock. I believe it was like an hour away from the original Woodstock. This festival also took place at, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but Griffiths Air Force Base, which ended up being an unsuitable place for this crazy festival. Okay, the first festival, so Woodstock 69, took place in like a farmer's field, which I feel like would be a little bit better than bringing in a bunch of people to an Air Force base, but I don't know. What do I know, right? Um, It is said that the tickets were $180 each, 
which were significantly higher than one stack of 69, which were $6 each. The cost of these tickets were already getting the attendees angry, but because the festival was known to be such a great time, people were willing to pay it. Because of the turnout at the original Woodstock Festival, they did estimate that about 400,000 people would show up, although it is said that about 186,983 people attended, or at least that is how many tickets were marked sold. There was plenty more people, just like the first one, that were there that did not purchase tickets. Honestly, the whole festival was a disaster from the hot heat to not enough water, once again, to prices and many sexual assaults. So let's jump into how this festival really went. Are you ready for it? It's crazy. So the water situation was pretty bad. Attendees could not bring in their own drinks, and what they could bring in or got away with bringing in was not enough for a weekend-long festival. The temperature reached anywhere from 80 degrees to most times even the hundreds, so water was for sure a necessity. Attendees found themselves paying $4, four freaking dollars for a bottle of water, which was already getting them fired up and angry, and honestly, I can't blame them. There was a few free fountains, but the lines to just get a sip of water were like getting on a roller coaster at Cedar Point. They were insanely long. Because of the frustration, some of the fountains were smashed by attendees, which caused minor flooding. The heat was also twice as bad because the Air Force Base was mostly concrete, which, as we all know, gets extremely hot, and the sun often bounces off of concrete, radiating even more heat. So, imagine being on, like, blacktop, concrete, whatever, and 100-degree weather. We all know how hot that is. Plus, you're around literally over 100,000 people, and everyone's hot, so then it's just a bunch of radiating heat. It's just so hot, and water is important. It is said that more than 700 people were medically treated for heat exhaustion and dehydration alone. And when Kid Rock took the stage, he gave the idea to attendees to throw empty water bottles up on the stage as a statement towards the price for water, which... You know, honestly, I can't blame them. I would be pretty mad if it was 100 degrees and I had to pay $4 for a bottle of water. There was a point in the festival where it had rained, but that created a lot of mud and, well, the porta potties had overflowed. So, yes, the attendees were walking, sitting, laying, and breathing over human feces. So, yeah, imagine living over human feces in 100 degree weather for about three days. I guess I would be kind of mad too, right? I mean, I'm sure you would. A hundred, okay, a hundred degrees and a bunch of human crap, literally, just everywhere, and you're walking through it, and it's a hundred degrees, like, I would probably get sick. That's disgusting, and the heat would not help. Ugh. Moving on, in case water, heat, and human feces wasn't a big enough problem at this festival, many sexual assault reports were made. Many of the male attendees were seen yelling and holding posters that said, show your tits to female performers, as well as much grabbing and groping towards females that were in the audience. Especially as there was tons of crowd surfing, 
that seemed to be a common time for people to be grabbed in inappropriate areas. There was four reported cases of rape and tons of reported incidents of sexual assault. Not only that, but while certain male performers were on the stage, many females were seen flashing the male performers. And actually, Dave Matthews announced over the microphone in front of hundreds of thousands of people at the festival. He said, Today, there's an abundance of titties. <laughs> so ridiculous. Also, the Woodstock website steered away from peace, love, and music. So you can get rid of all the peace signs and the hearts and the music notes because now they ended up posting tons of pictures of topless attendees. And yes, it was without the attendees' consent. People would even comment on these pictures saying, nice pair, which was extremely heartless, especially because there was so much sexual assault going on at this festival. Oddly enough, um, outside of the sexual assault, there was a truck that was driven through the group of people at the festival, festival, sorry, almost like driving a car in an area that thousands of people are at who are drunk and drugged up wouldn't be dangerous. But the truck did end up getting piled on and flipped over by attendees. The attendees were really acting out like they were all in a trance. Seriously, it was so crazy. They all acted inhumane and expressed their anger in very violent ways. And while all this was happening, those who volunteered as secretary to help the cops out decided to walk out, which left the cops extremely shorthanded to handle all that was going on during this time. And now this is where the festival really went downhill, as if it doesn't seem like it went downhill enough already. And that was with fire. Yep, I said it burning fire. Red Hot Chili Peppers performed their last closing set, singing a cover of the song Fire by Jimi Hendrix. This was a tribute to Jimi Hendrix's iconic performance in 1969 of the Star Spangled Banner. But little did they know that this song would encourage the attendees to actually start fires to express their outrage at overpriced little supplied water and extreme heat and the porta potties and everything else that they were just getting so angry about. Bonfires began to form within the crowd. Vendors were burned down and used to start other fires. And artwork that was created for this festival was destroyed and kicked down. Luckily, the New York State troopers and law enforcement were able to get rid of the riots. But Oddly enough, the Air Force Base sadly still looked like a bomb hit it. The amount of smoke, ash, and debris and garbage was insane and sickening, which is kind of similar to the first one because there was a lot of garbage in Woodstock 69 that was left, but no fire. The fact that a festival that was supposed to be about peace brought on a riot and a festival that was supposed to be about love brought on sexual assault. It's like you can see the difference between the years. Because 69, people went to this festival and they actually, you know, wanted the peace and wanted the love. And then at this one, people go to this festival and there's sexual assault and they're rioting. Like, do not go and try celebrating something. If you're literally just going to do the things that hippies didn't like in the first place you get what I'm saying and 
Not to mention that I think a lot of the reason that there was a lot of outburst of anger and rage in Woodstock of 1999 is because there was a lot more alcohol involved in Woodstock of 1999 than there was in 1969. And I do know that alcohol can trigger like anger and just outburst. So I'm sure that had something to do with it as well. Um, because of how this festival turned out, sadly, they do not plan to hold another Woodstock festival, at least not anytime soon. And with that, we will end this episode here. Clearly, Woodstock 99 was a crazy event and was pretty different and very crazy and chaotic compared to Woodstock of 69. And if you would like to hear and see more about Woodstock 99, there is an awesome, awesome documentary on it on Netflix called Trainwreck Woodstock 99. And I really recommend watching it because it shows actual footage and pictures and just everything that happened at that festival. And it really is intriguing and I just really recommend watching it. Uh, I did receive these facts that I used in this episode today from rollingstone.com and english.alpays.com. And with that, I hope you guys all have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you guys later. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Halloween special of the Earthworks podcast with me, Hannah Elizabeth. Please do not forget to follow this podcast, turn on the bell icon to receive notifications when upcoming episodes arrive, and to leave this podcast a rating. You can also follow me on TikTok at Earthworks Hannah and my Facebook page at Earthworks Accessories. Until next time, stay spooky, my friends.